Thank you for being with us on this Christmas. I, uh, I know for everybody we have different traditions and we have different things that we enjoy doing. And uh, this morning, my intention is not to be long-winded. I really don't even know that I'm necessarily going to preach this morning as much as just to be together and to, to worship the Lord. And uh, there's, there is something. We, we sat around our, our tree, I guess you would, the living room this morning. And one of the things that we do every year is we just, our kids joke at this point. The older that they get, it's fun, but it's just a lot different. And so last couple days it's been, oh, dad, we're going to, Come downstairs and we're going to read and you're going to pray for an hour. That's the, that was the thing. We're going to pray for an hour because we go around and everybody prays before we open up the gifts and we talk about just the things that we're thankful for. And uh, it was a joy for me. One, the older that they get, the things that they're thankful for begins to change. The older that we get, the things that we're thankful for begins to change. Uh, somebody said something not long ago, we, they were leaving and they, we were shaking hands at the end of the service and they said, they, they just made this statement of how we long for heaven and how we see life so much different the older that we get. And uh, this was from somebody that was in their late 70s, early 80s, I don't know the age, but I think of that for myself that I still think I'm young at 42 my kids don't think so, and some others around here think that I'm old, but uh, the older that we get, the more we look at life a little bit different. Uh, things are not what they used to be. The things that I used to be really irritated about, I don't get as irritated about anymore. And so this morning, I, I say that this morning as we, we just kind of w- sat around and our kids shared some of the things that they were thankful for, and I, I share this with you. I have a reason for this, is they just said, I think three of, out of the six of us, I think three or four mentioned, thankful for church and our church family and friends. And you know, today is a day that, yes, it's, it's Christmas, and yes, our children are in here, and yes, there's the rustle of all of that. We stress family heavily in our church because this is our family and this is our home. And so this morning, I'm just going to be really off the cuff. And this is not a part of my plan. And I don't know, is this live? So I'm apologizing for any of you that are on there because you're not going to hear all of this. But I just wanted to take a minute before I open up God's word and do the exact same thing that we did inside of our home this morning. Some of you won't say anything, and I'm not asking for a sermon from anybody. But maybe you would just say, I'm thankful for on this Christmas day. Anybody at all? Go ahead. Strength in Jesus. Amen. Did you have something? No? Okay, you raise your hand and then you put it down. Anybody? You don't have to raise your hand. Just shout it out. Go ahead. It's church. Oh, praise the Lord. Thank you. Murray. Mm, absolutely. Absolutely. The family. The word of God was just mentioned. Anybody else? Just shout it out. 
Mm. Go ahead. Amen. It's been a while. It's good to see you, Brandon. The beanbag chair. Somebody said beanbag chair. Anything else? Go ahead. Crutches. Crutches. (laughs) So we went, your family, we went a long period of time where if you were a female, it was afraid, you were afraid to walk in the door because you didn't know what was about to happen. Now, it's broken legs and feet and all those. We now have, this has been the year of crutches at our church, that's for sure. Yes. glad to have you. We're grateful to have you. Any others? Go ahead. Amen. It's good to see you. It's good to see you. Anybody else? Yeah. Absolutely. Well, it's good to see you. It's been a minute. Frank moved away. We allow some of that, but sometimes we, sometimes we don't open the door. No, I'm just kidding. Anybody else? Just something. God is your. Yes, He is. Yes, He is. Yeah. Amen. The small groups. God's grace. Oh, the many chances that He gives. Yeah. <laughs> This morning, I, what I wrote was really just, as I was even writing it, I, I was texting Mindy and I said, I'm just struggling putting thoughts together and I don't know where this is going to go. And it was just, I guess, if you're a writer, you have writer's block and I guess pastors have certain blocks just the same. But uh, the thought this morning was, as we've talked about rest in him throughout the year off and on. And throughout the last couple of weeks, looking at rest in his presence, rest in his promise. Last night was rest in his, his leading. And today, just rest in the joy he brings. And this morning, as, as I just looked at different passages, I just opened up the passage that we read in Luke chapter 2. And in Luke chapter 2, looking at verses number 8 through 12, God's word says, And there were in the same country shepherds abiding in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. And lo, the angel of the Lord came upon them, and the glory of the Lord shone round about them, and they were sore afraid. And the angel said unto them, Fear not, for behold, I love this, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. And this shall be a sign unto you. You shall find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. This morning, I, as I stated, I have no intention of really preaching a sermon, if you will, and I I really 
I've wrestled with how and what to say today. But this passage says, For behold, I bring you good tidings. That word good tidings is really looking at uh, the good news. I'm bringing you good news of great joy. And it says that will be to all people. And then it says in verse 11 that a Savior that would be born, uh, for unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. Can I just say as we really in many regards wrap up this morning, the joy that we have has nothing to do with the gifts that you have today. It really has nothing to do with any of those things. If you're like our family, we sat around and we had a lot of tears this morning. Our kids joke and they laugh every year because I think they're starting to get it as they get older. But why do you guys always cry every time you pray? Why is that at Christmas time we pray and you guys always cry? There's something about the holiday season that brings about a different emotion, that brings about different thoughts, that you begin to think differently about your family, about friends and the people that you love. Uh, probably some of you texted people that you haven't texted in the last several weeks or months or years, and you said, hey, Merry Christmas, thinking of you. I know in our home on Christmas Day, oftentimes we begin to pray and we begin to thank God for our family. I thank God for each one of my children. I thank God for our friends and family here. I thank God for my sisters that I don't get to celebrate Christmas with. Because they're in other places. And I think as I was studying and as I was looking and as I said already, as I just kind of wrestled with God, what, what, would we, what would we say today? How do we focus on the joy of Christmas? And the only thing that really I could kind of come to was as it says in this passage, the joy... There's a good tidings of great joy which shall be to all people. Why? Because there was born in the city of David, what does it say? A Savior, which is Christ the Lord. I think one of the hardest things to really kind of contemplate and grasp is that idea of joy, is that idea of what is joy because oftentimes we think of joy and we think of celebration. We think of, of all of the different things that, that, that it comes to. But the definition, as I look at the definition of joy, it says, it says this, and, and as I look, I'm not going to read the entire thing. It was actually pretty long. <laughs> but one of the reoccurring themes inside of the definition was that of an expectation or an excitement of things to come. Delight of the mind from consideration of present or assured approaching possession of a good. And this morning as I come to you, the joy that we have is because of the assurance and the, the, the knowledge or the understanding or the, the truth of or the, the promise of what does it say? The possession of a good. Not something that I have, but the, the hope of, the, the possession of that will come. See, the assurance that we have today, the hope that we have, the joy that we have, 
We always say it. Those of you that are here, this is church people, this is church family for the most part. There's a couple guests and we thank God that you are here. But for the most part, you're here and you have the joy that I have and that is of salvation. The good news is just that. What is the good news? The good news is the death, the burial, and the resurrection of Jesus Christ. The good news is that of salvation. The joy that I have, the the joy that I can look at this passage and I can rest in the joy that he brings today. I've said this at so many different times from a preaching standpoint, from funerals, from whatever it is. The joy that we have is not because of the, the present, but because of the hope of what tomorrow is. If I had nothing else, if we had nothing else but salvation in Jesus Christ, what else do we need? That is the joy that we can rest in. I'm thankful that God provides and blesses with so many other things. I'm thankful for my family. I'm thankful for this church. I'm thankful for you. I'm thankful that my children's cousins are sitting in this room, though none of them are blood-related because their cousins live miles away. One of the hardest things for our family is to be in Vegas and to be several thousand miles from our family. But you are our family. These kids, my kids, have grown up with your kids Some of you as grandparents to our kids that are not blood. But see, the joy isn't because we can be next to our family. The joy is the hope that we have and what God has called for us to do. And this morning, I told you I wouldn't be long, and I mean that, and I will keep to that. But I just want us to stop. And I want you to know That if God gave us nothing else but salvation, there's no greater joy. There's no greater joy. Because I don't deserve that. Let alone the blessings of you being a part of my life. Of a beautiful wife and four beautiful kids. Of an amazing mom and dad. Of great sisters and Cousins and nieces and nephews. I was counting up. I cannot believe how many nieces and nephews we have in our home or in our family. 17 nieces and nephews, great great nieces and nephews. That means we're getting older. Or my parents are getting older. I don't know. (laughs) Not me. But this morning, I, I, I just want to come to you. And I want you to know, one, that I love you and I thank God for you. But I really want to say to you this morning that we can rest in the joy that He brings, that He gives, because of the salvation that that joy is. And so today, if you are wrestling, 
I know some are struggling. Today is a very, very tough day. And there's not much that anybody can say. There's hugs that can be given and there's all of that. I want you to know that you can rest in Him. If today's an amazing day, because of all of the things that God has blessed you with and you're able to enjoy that, we can rest in Him. And if today is a hurtful day, we rest in the joy that He gives and that He brings, not because of what today is, but because of the assurance of the hope that we have of tomorrow. Because that's ultimately what our joy is. My joy is not turning on the news. I turn on the news, I just get angry. I get irritated. A lot of the things that we do are more frustration than help. But I can rest in the joy that He brings, not because I have a lot of things, but joy is the assurance of what is to be. Our kids are excited on Christmas morning. Why? Because they are looking forward to what is going to be under that tree or whatever it is that's happening. They're assured of what that is. Do you follow? I'm assured of what I have. That though I can't see it, I'm assured of that. And today I can celebrate. I can have joy. I can cry. But I can also thank God that I know that there's hope for tomorrow. And so this morning, I don't know where you are. And I don't know that any of this was what you wanted today. But I thank God for you. I thank God for the, the salvation that he gives, that he's brought. And I would say to you, if you don't know Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior, I'm not here to beat you down. I'm not here to slam the Bible against your forehead. But can I just tell you, there's no greater hope, there's no better decision that you can make than to say yes to Jesus. And if you don't know him, I pray that today you would. Man, what a great Christmas present to have eternal life in Him. So this morning, if you've never given your life to Jesus, I challenge you to do that. I encourage you. But for those of us that know Him, today I want you to just rest in the joy that He brings. I want you to enjoy the family that you have together. I want you to enjoy the, fan, the friends and the fellowship and the things that you'll have today and this week and whatever that looks like. But I want you to have Rest in the joy that he gives today. Father, I come to you and I thank you. From the depths of my heart, I'm humbled to stand before this church, to be called a pastor. And God, I pray that you would Just put your hands upon each one today. I think of many who are hurting. I think of the text message I got just a few moments ago of a family whose grandmother, grandfather passed away this morning. I know Janelle is hurting. Would you be with Miss Patty this morning? With Mary Dean? 
the Houston family. Lord, that list goes on. Of so many who come to these days hurting. Lord, wrap your arms of love about them. Allow us, allow them to experience the joy that only you give. The peace that only you give. God, we don't deserve salvation. We don't deserve the hope. But you've given it. And thank you for it. Father, the rest of this afternoon as we sit around our living rooms, as we're out in the street on new scooters and new bikes, and enjoying all the new things with our children, would you allow us to slow down and just be thankful? May we rest in the joy that you bring, that you give. For somebody in this room that is hurt by their family member, would you just give them a strength and a boldness to pick up the phone and text and call to say I love you? Father, we love you today. If there is somebody that doesn't know you, God, maybe today would you, even before they leave, have them reach out to say something to somebody. God, I love you. I love this church. I thank you for them. For it's in Jesus' name that I pray. Amen.